Hello everyone, and welcome again to the Divorce Dad Diaries. And I'm your host, Stéphane Jutra. So before I start, I would love to thank everyone who's been listening to, uh, to my podcast and supporting it. It's been uh, really great. I, like I said uh, in the previous episode, I see that uh, you're you all more and more every every week. So um, it's very encouraging and it's very fun for me. And also I had the pleasure of having a few emails again from uh, you uh, all out there and uh, always appreciated those. So please keep them coming. I know that divorce is definitely not an easy time for anyone. And, you know, sometimes we need a little bit of support. And uh, it's not always easy to ask, especially, I guess, us uh, dads and men. So I really hope that uh, this show has been helping some of you out there and at least make all of this a bit easier. And uh, if that's the case, that's really the goal of it. And that really makes me happy. And I guess I've accomplished something good. That said, don't hesitate if ever you want to contact me or if you have questions or even uh, some comments Do you know the address? The Divorce Diaries at gmail.com. So this week, I wanted to talk about another topic that affects all of us, something that's also not easy, something that happens throughout the whole divorce and even before and after, and something that's hard to deal with uh, at times. So I want to talk about guilt and how we feel guilt and all the guilt throughout, I guess, the whole process of going through a divorce, but also before and after. So um, as a parent, and if you've gone through a divorce, often it makes you feel really like monsters or bad parents when you decide to finally go for it and and separate or get a divorce. And that's something normal. I guess uh, it's our conscience that get there. Like we usually had some kind of stable life and everybody was secured and in a routine and everything else. And at some point, uh, you decide or your partner decides to uh, break this off and basically decide to change the whole dynamics and the whole relationship. So that's not something easy. And especially if you're the one that decides to leave, there's often guilt that creeps up. And um, that's something that can stay pretty much the whole time. And and even once you get the papers or even after the divorce, you always have a certain level of guilt for what's been happening. So that's completely normal. And uh, I think what I want to do is talk a bit about the guilt in general, what it is and and where we find, well, we find it actually (laughs) pretty much uh, where it occurs. And also uh, a bit after that, I want to talk about some tips, I guess, if I can call them like this. Uh, Like I said, I'm not a therapist, so uh, I'm not saying here that, you know, I'll give you some magical tips to get rid of guilt. Far from that. But maybe based on my experience and how I feel and how I'm dealing with, how I dealt with it, and that could be something useful for you all. So that's the topic of the week. So the first thing I did once I decided to talk about guilt is, you know, I did a bit of research again and see and tried to find a definition of guilt just so that we're all on the same page. So I went on the on Google, first definition on Wikipedia, and uh, the definition I got is this. Guilt is an affective state in which one experiences conflict at having done something that one believes one should not have done, or conversely, having not done something one believes one should have done. So basically, is the feeling of 
thinking that we should have done something differently. This, of course, happens all the time, and not only uh, in relationships, uh, marriage, divorce, or anything. So it's pretty much throughout the whole life. can be at work, can be at home. We all know it's not specific to, uh, to divorce, but it's something that gets, in my opinion, gets heavier and heavier with time as well, if you don't deal with it. So that said, I tried to come up with the different types of guilt that we might feel going through a separation or a divorce. And obviously what I kind of realized too, that it can happen way before divorce. So you feel guilty that you're not, and you start looking around and trying to figure out how you can find someone to get married as soon as possible. So that's one case that might appear there. So what I did is basically I put different categories to talk about uh, guilt and my experience through guilt too. And just to give an example uh, where it starts, because well, I mean, we talk about guilt when you actually decide to get a divorce, but like I said, it starts way, way, way before. So the first pre-marriage, obviously, like I mentioned before, when you're younger, you might feel guilty at some point uh, in your 20s that you see everybody around you getting married and you're not. So that's one, one thing that you start thinking about. And you might think about like, you know what, I'm getting older as well. And um, do I want to get married when I'm older? You also uh, start thinking like, maybe I don't want to spend my life alone. So really feel guilty not having uh, someone in my life. And sometimes as well, you finally meet the right person or you meet someone and you go out with that person and it's been a year, two years, whatever. And you start feeling guilty about not being married because you start thinking, well, it's been long enough and I should be moving on to the next step to being married. At that stage too, you might feel guilty that you don't have kids. You see people around you starting having kids and you start wondering if you're missing out and that's kind of the normal thing to do. And uh, you feel sometimes uh, maybe judge because most of your friends are married and you're not. On my side, I mean, I didn't feel the pressure of getting married, but I have to say that once you meet someone that you think you really get along and uh, it's been a while, it's kind of the next logical step. You know, after a couple of years, you wonder, okay, everything's going well and you're at that age and you see all your friends. So it's kind of a the time to make the jump and, and get married. After that, there's during the marriage, uh, obviously. So you get married and there's still some guilt sometimes. <laughs> you feel guilty that you got married actually. And maybe you say, uh, you know what? I was maybe pressured or I pressured myself or you know, I looked around and maybe I should have waited a little bit more. And also you start feeling guilty that maybe it doesn't feel as good as everybody says. And, <laughs> and that's the thing. I know on my side, you kind of see your friends getting married, everybody's happy and everything else. And you see that big day, you go to a, a big wedding and everybody's laughing and it's like the perfect day, right? So you imagine all this in your head and once you get married and everything is, is done and even the day of, you kind of realize like, well, should I feel that way? Maybe, it's, I don't know, it doesn't maybe feel as good as everybody is saying. So yeah, you kind of feel guilty about that and even guilty even just before getting married maybe some guilt about do should i get married maybe did i go too fast so <laughs> so it's a lot of things happening at that point obviously and a lot of questioning because it's a it's a big decision obviously getting married and usually uh, people take that seriously i'm sure that most of the people think they'll get married once and it will last uh, forever I would assume that's the case because I'm thinking, why get married if you think it will last just a couple of years and you move the next time? So, so I guess there's a lot of expectation. And I remember that too. And uh, getting married and after feeling like, hmm, yeah, maybe uh, it's not exactly as, as I thought it would be. And I started feeling guilty that I wasn't feeling as good as I guess I should be. So that was one thing. 
So once you get married, obviously, uh, responsibility, you might get kids or not. But like, that's another point, right? Everybody gets married and the next step usually is what? Either getting a house or having kids. So if you don't have the house, you start also feeling guilty because you're like, you know, when I'm married now and I need to have a house and if I want to raise a family, as expected, I need to have a place for them. So that might be a, another thing that, you know, feel guilty of. And not having kids, sometimes you say, you know what, I, I don't want to have kids. I just want to get married and enjoy life and travel and everything. And with, sometimes you get pressure from around saying, so when are you having kids? And so you kind of get the pressure and also feel guilty that you don't have kids like all your friends and family. And the more we go with the marriage, obviously, everybody becomes a bit comfortable. And I mentioned it before about taking the other one for granted. So obviously you're married now and you get, it's kind of a sense of uh, security, I guess. And, uh, you know, you've made those vows and you know that the other person will be there no matter what. So you start taking things a bit more easier, I guess. You might feel guilty that you don't spend enough time with your partner or that it's not exactly as it was before you got married. So you start questioning yourself and feeling guilty that you should maybe do things different. That's because you get more comfortable and usually you start getting more responsibility. So like I said before, right, you might feel guilty about, I don't have kids or I don't have a house or I don't have the best job that I should have or I don't have enough money. So this is all kind of a little bit of guilt and expectation once you want to start a family and, and be with someone. There's also the date night. You get a bit more in the routine and you start sometimes spending a bit less time and prioritizing uh, the other person a bit less. You start feeling guilty that not spending enough time, but also some of the date nights. You know, there's no more date nights. There's no more fun times that you had before. Also, what might happen over time too is the sex, right? Maybe the sex becomes less frequent and uh, you feel guilty about that because you don't feel maybe the same way as you felt before you got married or you don't have as much uh, sex as you had before you got married or maybe the week after you got married. So those are all the things that start creeping out and that you can start feeling guilty of. So once you have kids, obviously kids is another source of guilt, <laughs> uh, even during the time you're married or after the divorce. But once you have kids, it's another level of guilt that might start creeping up. You feel guilty because of maybe not spending enough time with your kids, starting work too early, leaving them in daycare and decided to stay home with them. If you work long hours too, you don't see them as much. So that also creeps up and you feel more guilty if you have to travel, if you have to do uh, long hours for work. So all this is definitely another level of guilt, obviously specifically to the kid as well. You might feel guilty about a bunch of decisions that you should have made or should make <laughs> uh, related to the kid. So, I mean, there's a long list uh, of that starting with, you know, which daycare, which school should they go and oh, why did I buy this for them or why did I do this for them or in that situation I should have done it differently. So there's always things that you either regret or you wish you've done differently that always kind of in the back of your mind and makes you feel guilty. So that's pretty much during the whole time um, could start before getting married, during getting married. And I guess I wouldn't say it's something normal, but everybody feels some degree of guilt, I assume. Maybe not everyone. And I would like to hear about people that <laughs> maybe that have zero guilt about anything that that could be that could be interesting. I'm going with the assumption that most of the people have at least certain level of guilt. So after years and years and years of things maybe not working out and you make a 
decision to uh, separate, there's another level of guilt at that point. You start feeling guilty because you decide you don't want to keep going and you decide to put an end to the the marriage and right away, at least on my side, the guilt started to settle in because at that time, you're guilty because you feel like you want to leave and you shouldn't feel that way. And you feel it's kind of your fault in a way and you feel maybe that you didn't try hard enough, long enough. So that's kind of the guilt uh, that creeps up as well. If you do a separation, you go to mediation and mediation doesn't work. And sometimes it's like conflicts as well. And it's a long process to get separated and get divorced. So um, that as well, you think back and say, oh, I wish you would have been differently. And maybe you start feeling guilty about the way that you handled the whole thing. So that's something definitely that can happen. I think one of the major points, the major thing that made me feel guilty is putting yourself first. And I think I mentioned it before, right? You always feel like a bit selfish because uh, at the end of the day, you kind of putting yourself above your partner or your kids if you're the one that obviously decided to leave. But even if you're not the one that decided to leave, when all that goes, you might feel guilty that maybe I should have done things differently. And you start thinking back and feeling guilty about things that you've done or you, you didn't do. So that's the biggest thing. And I know for me, it was, like I mentioned in previous episodes, it was a common decision. But at the same time, it was kind of one of the first times that I decided to put myself above the rest of the family as well. And, and that was tough because you start looking at the, I mean, other people are impacted, the kids are impacted, then basically the life that you have, as you know it, is impacted. So it will never be the same after that. Definitely, that's probably one of the biggest guilt that I felt, I guess, probably in my life. And that one is hard to let go because, again, the first reaction is uh, you're a selfish person. And sometimes people will say that too or will think that too. You know, you're kind of selfish person to have left uh, your family or to have decided to get a divorce or do anything on that front. So that's a big one. Once the divorce is final, it's a happy moment because you finally get the letter and everything is done. And especially on my side, where it took, uh, it took quite a while. So when I got the final uh, notice and saying that everything was done, it was a very happy moment. But again, it's a happy moment, but at the same time, it's kind of weird. I, I started feeling guilty as well. So we get that kind of joy and guilt kind of mixed up together. It seems that guilt never goes away, whatever happens. <laughs> so I remember, and people ask me sometimes, and I think in one other interview, I was asked, you know, when you got your divorce, did you do this big party or was it like this big thing? And I'm like, no, you know what? I got it. And yes, I was happy because finally it was over, I guess. And we could kind of put that behind, but at the same time, start thinking back and yeah, feeling not that happy and a bit guilty about all those years and about everything that happened and, and start to think if things could have been different and things like that. So definitely it's mixed emotions once a divorce is final. Then after the divorce, I mean, you still feel guilty. <laughs> it's, been, uh, it's been a couple of years now, and I guess the guilt slowly kind of goes away, but still, you start thinking about, what if? Did I make the right decision? Now I'm here in my life, and I'm happy. I can say that I'm happy. But you start thinking and feeling guilty that maybe you didn't do things uh, different ways to make, make it work. Maybe, maybe you didn't try hard enough. Or maybe you tried too hard, or maybe you didn't try everything before deciding to get uh, to get divorced. You start feeling guilty about that. The wasted time as well. Sometimes you think, you know, all the times that was wasted during the divorce, 
you feel guilty about that because it's time you'll never get back and maybe it could have done been done differently. I like to think that I tried everything I could to uh, do it differently. But again, you always have that thought that what if? As well, obviously, uh, after the divorce, uh, the kids, like I mentioned, I have a few episodes on that. The kids are impacted and you always feel a bit guilty seeing the kids uh, impacted. They have to go from one house to the other. And so it adds up a lot of uh, other responsibilities and things to do uh, for the kids. And sometimes you say, well, you know, you feel kind of guilty that you kind of put that upon them <laughs> indirectly. So as well, after the divorce, you become a single parent especially if you have kids. <laughs> and, uh, well, you start feeling guilty pretty much about everything you do and everything you don't do. So that's, I think that's a common parenting, right? You do things and at the end of the day, you still wonder if that was the right thing or not. And there, there's no uh, right or wrong answer at that point. Whatever you do, you feel guilty. So that's where you kind of learn, I think, one of the things you learn after a little while. You also, after divorce, you start uh, one of the biggest uh, guilt as well is putting yourself first and doing things for yourself, which you might not have done a lot before. And that, that was one thing. We have kids, but sometimes, I mean, you want to enjoy life a little bit and you want to go out, you want to go with friends and, and you start feeling guilty doing that. And uh, as well, wanting to have someone in your life, right? <laughs> That's another thing too. You kind of feel guilty and you talk with your kids and feel guilty that you want someone else in, in your life. And why isn't the way we are now enough, right? So, uh, so that's one thing that kind of creeps up. That's basically kind of all the types of guilt, as you can see, that, that, uh, that we have during the marriage separation and even before. And uh, I was just a bit curious. So, you know, looking through that and made me realize that we're have way too much guilt on those shoulders. And that's probably why, that is why a lot of people are depressed and uh, it's, it's hard to go through. And that was also why it was hard for me as well. And as you know, I love uh, research and data and numbers. So I was, I was just checking on the internet what was available. And there was a research that was interesting, a study that was made to see if divorced parents experience more guilt than married parents. So basically is divorce kind of adding more guilt than if you're married. <laughs> so it was just kind of fun. And I, I found that study and I read a bit about it and, and it was a pretty detailed study. And what I'll do, I'll put it in the, in the show notes as well, if, if uh, you're interested to go see. It's very well done, uh, <laughs> pretty extensive too, a lot of numbers and data. Basically what they tried to prove, at least the results of that study was that, yeah, definitely the divorced parents have more feeling of guilt towards their, their children than married parents. And it's uh, significant too in size. And uh, it looks as well that that feeling kind of persists uh, when parents and children are older. So it doesn't seem like the guilt is going away. I guess what we do is kind of try to find different ways to cope with it a little bit, different mechanisms to cope with it. But I think that study is right on that one. I don't think it ever goes away. I don't think you ever kind of let that guilt away and just feel great about what's been happening. I think you just find a way to, to manage it and just go forward. So all that said, and uh, all those examples that I'm sure most of you, if not all of you, experience at some point, uh, how do you get rid of that guilt? I mean, it's one of the questions that I always ask myself and read, and uh, obviously there's no magical recipe, but I was kind of reading and trying to figure out how to get rid of that guilt. So there's a few points that actually help me uh, deal with that guilt. Um, the first one I realized, and people will always have opinions, and that's okay. The way, what they think about uh, your story, what they think about what happened, what they think about how you are and what you're doing, 
people always have basically um, opinions on that. So there's nothing you can do about that. The only thing you can tell yourself is that those people were not in your shoes. They don't know what happened. They don't know all the details and some might know a lot of it, but still, uh, they're not in your shoes and they're not in your brain. So basically, you shouldn't feel guilty about that because they might just give those, their opinion based on what they say, but it's not based on, on all the years and everything that's been happening there. So definitely, that's one thing that's, uh, that's important to notice. Uh, secondly, as well, is what I found is kind of a plan, if you want. Um, and it's funny that I mentioned having a plan, but you know, where, where do you see yourself? Uh, related to your life, your work, your kids. You know, I know it's a big decision and it's a big moment once you're divorced, but definitely you have to start thinking about where you want to go from there and what you want in life. And having a plan actually makes things a bit better because, well, you know where you're going and that makes you feel a bit less guilty about what's been happening because you know that it will get better and it also makes you realize that it was the right decision that you made because, you know, it will make everybody's life better. So there's definitely a plan, you know, kind of looking where you are now and also what you want to achieve in life and where you want to be. That's something that actually uh, helped me on that front. The other point too is always remember that uh, what you did is to improve things. The decision, at least for me, when it was made, it was really to make not only my life better, and a lot of people might think and that it's, again, it's a selfish thing to do, but it wasn't only to make my life better, but to make everybody's life better, to make the kids' lives better, and even to make my ex-partner's life better. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what I wanted. I wanted, uh, you know, having less fight and people being happier and having a happier life. And that was, in my opinion, the way to go. So that's what I had to kind of tell myself that it was done for the better and make everybody happier. One thing as well that I found that would help is to talk to people and talk to your friends, talk to your family and people that maybe went through the exact same thing or went something through something similar or even talking to your family and friends, people that know you. And sometimes, you know, they'll bounce out ideas or they'll tell you about their perception, their views, and they'll tell you what they saw as well. And they might make you feel better because again, uh, you have opinions from people from outside people that you care about and that might help uh, make things a bit better and feel a bit less guilty. And I know for me it did because obviously I had my perception of how things were happening. But once I got divorced and started getting the feedback from people around me, I kind of realized that it was maybe the right decision. It wasn't just only me. It was really, uh, (laughs) I would say, common understanding and people felt the same way. So that was definitely uh, one big thing that helped. And I know like, you know, we talk about as well not to include kids and all this, but I think one thing that I've done is discuss things with kids instead of hiding it. And again, that depends how old are your kids, obviously. My kids are a bit older and I can have some of those discussions, but even if they're younger, I think just kind of uh, talking to them and letting know what you want to do, where you want to go. So that makes them feel a bit more secure looking forward to things coming up and on your side as well yeah i think it makes everybody happier because you feel less guilty because you communicated with your kids and you're all going forward together you can see that it makes them uh, at least understand where you're going and where you're coming from and you might get their feedback as well they might get great ideas as well and you know by talking to them they might give you ideas and to make this whole thing a lot better things that maybe you didn't think about and by doing that i feel 
that guilt with the kids kind of goes away a little bit because you involve them and you see them and you talk to them about how they can be happy in all this and how we can all be happy happier. And that's definitely a great discussion. And you get their the buy-in as well. Maybe not all the time, but for certain things, you know, like the apartment, you pick an apartment, you pick, uh, they pick their rooms or, you know, what you want to do and uh, the work and house or the future plans and stuff. So they feel less insecure and kind of lost in all this. And the last one is something that I always, uh, I've talked about it many times before as well. And it's the main thing that helped me through all, all this and that I think I could have not done it to look forward not live in the past. And it's something very, very difficult. And I put it there and I, <laughs> it's something very difficult, not only for this, but for any challenges that come up in life. I know for me, it really helped to kind of look forward and, you know, things happen in the past, you know, bad things, worse things, good things, whatever, that cannot be changed. And once you realize that, that it cannot be changed, the only thing you can change is where you're going and the future. So, and look forward and look forward, have your plan and look forward to where you're going with your family. That really helped me. And that made me realize that whatever happened and even wherever I am now in the present, I can change it and looking forward to where I want to go. And it makes me also think how I can go where I want to go. So really start looking and planning for the future instead of always dwelling on the past. Again, at the beginning, it's normal, and some people have more difficulties than others, and I, I don't know if I'm a lucky guy for that or not, but that's what really, really helped me, and that's what saved me, and, and uh, when I was on my lowest, when I t- talked about, and again, on my other episode, and I was doing a lot of walking back and forth and things like that, uh, that's probably one thing that kept me out of it, is, you know what, pretty hard with a lot of things, but I was looking forward and I was looking at what was coming up and how better it would get because as I always say, it gets better. It takes time, but it will get better. So uh, looking forward to that part of getting better and also not only just kind of dwelling on the past, but also trying to put some concrete actions, how to make it better in the future. I think that really helps, right? Uh, That's where um, everything becomes better. Little step by little step. Again, doesn't have to be, uh, you know, I want to have a million dollar in, in, in a year in this huge house and everybody like being happy and everything else. It's the little wins every day and that helps you. And at the same time, you know, the more it gets better, I guess, the more that feeling takes over the guilt that you have of things that happened in the past. That's kind of, a, I would say, the last thing that I looked at and that I kind of, uh, that really kind of helped me going through all this. So before I, close this week's podcast i just wanted to add on top of this i mean i know guilt is a big topic and i can say whatever i want now and you know i talked about it for the past half hour on this episode but at the same time uh, it never goes away like i said to this day i can sit down and still feel guilty about uh, a bunch of things but the difference is happiness and seeing where i i am and uh, the journey that from the divorce to where I'm today and how happier I am and how happier the kids are and how happier everybody is, that guilt kind of slowly fades away and is replaced by happiness and new happy moment and also uh, plans in the future and just being excited for what's coming up. So that's kind of something great. So that's it for this week on this quite uh, big topic and I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments or other experiences on that, please let me know. Just send me an email, 
thedivorcedaddiaries at gmail.com or you can basically post on Facebook. I'm there on Instagram as well, thedivorcedaddiaries, as well as uh, Twitter. Or you can send me even a voicemail if you want through my website, www.thedivorcedaddiaries.com. You can find all the latest and greatest stuff in there. And there's even uh, a new section as well because I've been doing a couple of interviews here and there. And I have to update that. But uh, yeah, I've been talking on other podcasts as well. And we'll have some more guests uh, coming soon. So I'll keep uh, track of that on, on in the new section. So I hope you have a great week and stay safe. And we'll talk soon. Bye-bye.